Would you consider, like, Bridesmaids a rom-com? No. I would consider that a straight comedy. Okay, see, that's what I'm thinking, too. Because where's the rom? She ends up with that Irish man. Spoiler alert, guys. I don't even remember that. I just remember... He's the cop. Melissa McCarthy pooping in the street. (laughs) Taking a shit in the street. I'm practicing my cursing today. Motherfuckers! Yes. Yeah, there you go. You heard it here first, bitches. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to Shipmates. I'm Kendall. And I'm Megan. And we're here today to talk about an amazing classic rom-com romantic comedy. Yes. I'm just going to jump right in and say, we're doing How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes. We're excited. And thank you for joining us on our fourth episode. Fifth episode. (laughs) Fifth episode. (laughs) Who even knows what day it is? It's okay. Um... Yeah, actually, though, I want to talk about right off the bat about how there's not really any rom-coms like this anymore, I feel like. I tweeted about this the other day, and I was talking about it with some work people one time. It's just, there's like, I feel like nowadays it's either comedies with some romance on the side, or it's super heavy on the romance. Like, Nicholas mm-hmm. Sparks level. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I, f- I feel like the early 2000s was, like, the golden age yeah, of rom-coms. They, they still have... In late 90s. Some nowadays with, like, related to high schoolers, like... Yeah, I guess Love, Simon is a yeah. rom-com. And, like, the Duff. <laughs> I just randomly saw that on my computer, so I was... Um, yeah. It's, but I feel like there's none nowadays with, like, older single Like the women. classic, cheesy, formulaic rom-coms that we love. Yeah. I feel like the most recent one was, like, 27 Dresses, or... Oh, yeah. When was um, that? That was a while ago, though. I feel like that was over... I mean, they say that Crazy Stupid Love counts, but... I don't know. I felt a little bit different. I did like that. Oh, I but did. yeah, it did. Yeah, it did feel different. Um, 27 Dresses was 2008. Wow. 10 years ago. Wow. The other one I thought of was that other Katherine Heigl movie with um, Gerard Oh, Butler. I liked that one. I forgot what it was called. The Truth something. But I will say this. Yep. It's called The Ugly Truth. Oh, okay. I will say the same day I tweeted this about like there being no rom coms nowadays, Chrissy Teigen tweeted the same not the same word for word thing, but pretty much the same concept. Ooh. And I feel like if someone famous tweets about it, that's gonna start rolling in the Hollywood market now. They're gonna start bringing them back. You heard it here first. Yep, yeah, I'm calling it. Invest in your stocks into rom coms now, guys. Although I will say. I mean, I'm sure people are still writing them. People are trying to get them made. But the problem with rom-coms, I think, is that they're kind of problematic when it comes to, like, the themes and stuff. It's very... That's true. They're trying to be very, like... Stereotypical, I guess. And so, all and, like, nowadays it's all very um, feminist, which is a good thing. Right. But rom-coms kind of go against that in a lot of ways. Yeah. 
So it would have to change the formula. But like a rom-com is just, it's kind of like watching an episode of Friends or just, you know, like an old show that is like nostalgic. It gives you like a special feeling. Like, you know what's going to happen. That's true. But it's still fun to watch. I guess they probably are making rom-coms to just like underground now. Like not as Mm -hmm. known. But I don't know. Anyways, we're going to hope that they come out with some more. Maybe Kate Hudson will be brought back. I don't even know her most recent movie. I know she had a thing with Nick Jonas. Are you joking me? You didn't know this? No. You call yourself a fan. I am a huge fan. No, you're not. It was like in interviews they were being asked about it. Oh. Yeah. It was just... Yeah. They were like cooking up in New York. And they're seeing it restaurants and stuff for a while. I think they went down to Disney World together one time. Ooh, serious. And it, he is, he loves the cougars. Yeah, I know. I've noticed that. Like, loves them. Yeah. Which, I don't know how I feel about it. I know. That would go back into our... Means I have no chance. Our conversation about last week's episode of the age difference. Oh, that's you true. Know? Anyways. But it was a thing. But, I, yeah, I don't know what she's been in recently. Maybe she's taking a break. So, this movie comes from what year? 2003. Right before a Cinderella story, guys. My favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I was pretty young when this movie came out. I feel like I didn't see it for a while until, like, when I was older. Yeah. I, I didn't see it either until my dad got it as a DVD from someone. I think it was, like, a girl he was dating. He never would tell us about the girls he was dating because I would get mad. Um, Yeah. But we had the DVD and I wanted to watch it, but I wasn't allowed to. Then one day I just watched it and was like, yeah, this is awesome. So yeah, it was in 2003. It's directed by... Donald Petrie. Anyone familiar? What else has he done? He... Oh, all right. He has done... Miss Congeniality as well. Oh, that is a really good movie. Welcome to Mooseport. Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan. Oh, that is... He's like a rom-com dude. My Life in Ruins. Okay. He hasn't... Oh, yeah. He's doing Chicago Med recently, which is random. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah. Apparently, also, it looks like it was a book. Yeah, I see that as well. By my Michelle Alexander. If anyone's read the book... Let us know. And Janine Long. Ginny. Let us know if it's as quality as the uh, movie here. You know, I was thinking too, I don't know if I'm getting too off track, but this is based off a book, but what if it was based off of an actual article called How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Oh. Because I feel like that would be very logical that they could make a movie out of an article like that. That's true. Okay, so... Let's dive in here. So, basically, Kate Hudson's character, Andy... Andy Anderson. They both have names that are alliterations. We have Andy Anderson, played by Kate Hudson, and Benjamin Barry, played by Matthew McConaughey. And they both have situations that, by fate, they end up having happen at the same time. And with the same person. By fate, we mean two women named Judy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Judy. She sucks. Both of them. 
Although if it wasn't for Judy and Judy, they wouldn't be together <laughs> now. It's so true. Now, Very meaning true. 2017, these fictional characters. They're still together. together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Mm-hmm. That'll get into our ratings. <laughs> true. <laughs> okay, so... Um, basically, she's a magazine writer, and... Composure magazine. I'm guessing it's like a cosmopolitan situation. Yeah. yeah. And she's the how-to girl, which she wants to get out of that bubble and go to, like, the political aspect of writing. Yeah, she wants to write about poverty and religion and politics and foreign stuff. Yeah. Which is not the demographic for her magazine. Yeah, she probably should have known that starting off. But... Yeah, why would she try to turn in an article like that? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. Anyways, so her... She ends up getting a... You should explain it. I feel like it's fresher right. in your head. Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. So, Kay Hazen has a friend, Michelle, who is played by Katherine Hahn, and this was her first movie. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think she was in, like, a tiny, tiny, tiny role of something else, but this was her first, like, movie movie. Oh, good for Um, her. I know, which is amazing, because she was so great in it, and now she's in everything. Uh, But Catherine Hahn's character, Michelle, is just, like, super clingy, and, like, she can't hold a relationship, and and, uh, so she comes in with a breakup to the staff meeting, and she's like, yeah, I got dumped, and everyone's like, oh, my God. And then the editor, who was the aunt in Jumanji. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, that's what I know her from. Wow. Um, She wants to use Michelle's personal life as an article. And so that's when Kate Hudson's character, Andy, steps in and, be- and says, I'll do it to save her from like humiliation of someone else digging into her personal life. Mm-hmm. And spins it into, I'll write this article about like a dating how-to in reverse to where she's going to use all these normal tricks that girls like Michelle and other readers, you know, might make these uh, mistakes of maybe being too clingy, calling the guy every single day or, um, you know, saying, I love you on the first date or crying after sex or things like that, (laughs) um, which Michelle did. And, and then her boss just says, yes, how to lose a guy in 10 days. She just whips it out of her ass out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and But they do end up explaining why it's 10 days, because it's a certain deadline in the magazine that is yeah. the sweet spot, I guess. I think her exact reasoning was seven days is too short, and in 11 days we go to press. Yeah. So 10 so, days. Yep. And then Ben, Matthew McConaughey's character, he's an advertising guy. <laughs> Sorry for sneeze here. On the- he does like sports and stuff, which is so cliche. Uh, but he wants to branch into like jewelry and women's advertising. Um, but they said he can't do it because he's a guy, and he wants to prove he can. And so these other Judys, two women named Judy, who are he's competing <laughs> with to get the ad campaign. Yeah. Um, they end up making a bet because Ben says I can make any girl in the in the world with some you know parameters uh, fall in love with me. Um, cause they're saying that to make a woman fall in love, it takes the same skills as it would to sell diamonds to a woman. And so Ben's like, yeah, I can make a woman fall in love with me anytime, anywhere. And so they're at this bar when they're having this informal meeting, the Judy's look out who at this time, these Judy's had met with the editor of the magazine. 
because yes. they also advertise in the magazine so right. they know about the how to lose a guy in 10 days already yes so they see across the bar kate hudson andy andy and are like how about that girl right there and he sees her and is like yeah she's hot <laughs> i'll do it and there we go and if he and if he makes her fall in love for for the advertising the 10 days is when they're having this big party campaign event um with the diamond company um and so that's what has to be 10 days for him um so if he makes the girl andy fall in love with him in 10 days he gets the ad campaign yeah so they both have goals here yeah so she's trying in this party they're at the same bar party thing and she's trying to find someone to do all these things that uh will make a guy run away and matthew mcconaughey already had the uh bets going so he walked right up to her she found out that it would be uh pretty easy i don't know about easy but she thought it was a good guy to get it started with I mean, it is Matthew McConaughey. That is true. In yeah. his prime. I wonder why she, like, knew that he was a good person to do that on. Do you think she thought that he was a player that was going to bail easily? Probably, yeah. That's what my guess would be. Yeah. Because he does kind of come off that way. He's super charming and, yeah, you know, just a pretty boy kind of looks like. True. And then they, like, the first time they talk, it's a really good connection. They're... Like, using sexual tension and, like, one words. They're replying with one word at each other, which is kind of fun. Um, and then they go out on a date that same night. Yeah, they leave the bar and then go eat lobster at a restaurant and have a great conversation. Get to know each other a little bit. Very genuine. She hasn't started her act yet at this point. Yeah. So this is, like, the most genuine that they are... Um, and for the most part in the movie, till later. Yeah, it escalates throughout. Yes. Yeah. Because she's doing all this crazy stuff. Anyways, they almost have sex on the first night. You know, fun fact about that, I was reading an article where the director um, said that he... Originally, she they were supposed to have sex the first night. But he wanted his daughter to not think Andy was a slut or something, which is oh. totally like something they would say in 2002 right <laughs> um but not in 2018 uh and so it had to do with that like setting an example for his daughter oh that's interesting that they changed it so okay you can decide how you think about that um but yeah so they don't have sex on the first yeah they were like let's take it slow and then they get all hot and heavy again and they're like nope you gotta take it slow yeah it was kind of funny yeah. So they would just sit there for a second and all of a sudden they'd be like on top of each other making out. Yeah. I think after the third time they're like, okay, I really got to go. Yeah. And then she purposely leaves her bag there. Mm, starts the scheming. Classic. Yep. Plants the seeds. Yeah. Is that like an actual thing? People leave their bags so that I don't they know. can hear from the guy again? I mean, I've seen it in movies and shows before, but I don't know about it in real life. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't be sleeping with a guy if you have to bring, leave your bag at his place in order to hear back from him. True. I don't know. Yeah, I can't really... Yeah, I don't know a good reason for that. But anyways, it works. Well, yeah, for her, because she puts Nick's tickets, the 
the basketball team because they in this um in the movie they're in the finals yes and so there's tickets in her purse and he's like a huge sports fan and so he like gets really excited when he sees these and then at that point uh is that when he sends her the flowers yeah yeah and then she calls him and then he's like yeah you're gonna take me to the game and then they go to the next game together. Yes. Which my question is, why was he looking in her purse in the first place? Because snooping is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I really? Mean, it, do you guys really want to go through a person's purse that bad? Well, I don't think it necessarily has to do with just a purse. I think it's just the concept of snooping. And maybe it's going to help him get a clue on how to fall in love with or make her fall in love with him. Yeah. Like figure out more about her personality. Yeah. But in normal life, you'd probably just go through someone's purse. It's like, I want to see what's in here. Yeah. You know, like if you, if you're left in someone's apartment alone, you, you might, you know, open a drawer here and there. I guess that's true. I've never done it, but. You've never snooped ever? Not really. Huh. I'm not like a newsy person. If I want to know their deepest, darkest secrets, I just ask them. (laughs) (laughs) That's very mature of you. I know. I mean, I'm not like a psycho snooper, but... I really thought you were. No. Get out of my house. Stop. I've never snooped on you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I probably have snooped every once in a while, but... Not. It's like... But like, know. if a guy leaves his wallet on accident that you were went on a date with on your couch, are you going to open it and look through it? Um... You want to see what, you know, like where he lives. Okay, that's probably a little extreme. <laughs> okay, I take that back. I wasn't meaning it like that. That okay. is not what I meant. Please. <laughs> that's going in our intro. <laughs> I've dug myself into a hole. I'm okay. No, I meant like open it up, like to see like what his picture on his license looks like. Okay, you know, or like is his license from a different state? Yeah, or like how much money does he have in there? Yeah, or just like cash? going through someone's phone is kind of like the equivalent now. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think I would do that. I feel that's like that's true. a little too much because phones are like computers. Yeah, there's it's, too much in there. I feel like though, if you meet someone for the first time, you want to see. Actually, I don't know. That's borderline creepy too. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, let us know if uh, you snoop. <laughs> yeah did you find out good things bad things with the snoop what's the craziest thing you found snooping that's what i want to know yeah that sounds like a fun story yeah waiting to happen Mm -hmm. bonus points if it's someone you were dating yes yes so anyway they go to the knicks game together and they have a great time they're both huge fans andy's going nuts but then she flips the switch yes and starts to act a little weird. There's like at this point, um, like two one minute left. Which in basketball everything comes down to the last minute anyway. So there's one minute. Not left. true. I like basketball, but it comes kind down of. to the last minute. I, I guess like so. basketball too, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you can get twenty points in a minute. Yeah, and win. Yeah, yeah. She flips the switch at the Knicks game. Mm-hmm. Goes into overdrive. Not overdrive, but. It was a. It's, it was kind of a minor one. Yeah, I think. it's like a good way to start it off. Yeah, for her. Yeah, she wants. She asked him to go get her a coke. 
Because she's thirsty. With, like, literally less than a minute left in the game, I think. And they're, like, neck and neck at this point. Yeah. And it's the finals. Yeah. So he, like, runs, finally gets it, brings it back, makes it in time, and then she says, I want to diet, right? Yeah. And so then he has to go back again, and he misses it. The next ended up winning on a buzzer. Yeah, buzzer beater. Yeah. Um. So he's a little sad about that. But, but also, you from like his point of view, he's throughout the whole movie. This is like the thing is he's he knows that he has to win the bet, so he's going to put up with this stuff anyway. Yeah. And so you can see the struggle in his face too when you're watching it. Of like, I cannot believe this is happening. What? Yeah. And then he'll just like take a deep breath and be like, okay. I'm going to deal with it. Yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting. True. I never thought about that. Um, okay, so after the next game, she just starts... So it getting... just progressively gets worse. Yeah, she starts getting crazy. I think the second night is like a night in where he's cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. She secretly starts putting all this stuff around his house, like the stuffed animals and the um, pink toilet cover and like a comforter on his bed like a blanket yeah pink and just random stuff like that girly cds yeah instead of his like hip-hop or whatever it was yeah we we did skip the one where um she takes him to a chick flick marathon that's what it said on the marquee oh and then he gets punched by the guy because she was talking throughout the whole right yeah um so she's a movie talker Trying to be a deal breaker on that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what are you thinking about? Because they're watching Sleepless yeah. in Seattle. I was like, you can't be watching Meg Ryan and not be thinking about another girl. <laughs> yeah. I but he's so smooth. Part. I know. He's really good at... So he probably is a player. Yeah. I mean, I guess if he says, I can make any woman, fall anytime, anywhere, fall yeah. in love with me. Red flag. Actually, not really, though. I don't know. Maybe that guy's so confident that he wants a girl to fall in love with him i don't know mm. send us your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna say that about everything i know um uh but yeah but it really doesn't get super 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 crazy until the game night when he's having his guys night yeah that's Is when that she, like, really goes nuts before that though she gets a uh a, a little rat dog oh yeah <laughs> The Chinese crested. Which is like the first, what, three crested. or four days that they've gone on dates? She gets a dog for them. How much does that dog cost? Is what I'm wondering. I don't know. I mean, that's, a, that's a purebred dog. Yeah, but. And it's very rare. Ugly. I mean, it's kind of cute. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, the crazy dog. She makes a Photoshop album. Is Com- that before or after the. Before game night. Okay. Yeah. Like, compositing their faces together to see what their children would look like. Yeah, that was real. That's... That's, like, stalker level. Yeah, that would be... Not okay. Breakup level for me. Yes. If I was... If someone got me a dog f- after our fourth day of being together, I mean, it's a dog, so I can't... But you also got a matching away. shirt. That's true. Um. Yeah, like, at this point... Like, what point would you have turned away? If it... 
If it was in the opposite situation. Mm-hmm. It was opposite. It's probably the... Not the basketball game one, probably. But also, he could have just not gotten her a drink. That's true. But that's something else. Entirely. But he's trying to make her fall in love with him. Ah, true. Um, I feel like somebody... I don't know if I was him. And you know, in the they go... He makes her dinner, and then she says, I wish I ate meat. And then they go out to a restaurant, and... She just starts saying to the waiter, my boyfriend thinks I'm fat. <laughs> that would be like, I feel like that would be a deal breaker if I was the dude. Like, I literally did not say that. Yeah. And she does it in public and starts crying. Yeah. That's like very extreme insecurity levels and mm. putting words in your own mouth that you never said. Yeah. That probably would have been the moment for me. If not, it would have been the photo albums. Well, but you're missing the part after the vegetarian restaurant or vegan restaurant. They go back, and that's when the Princess Sophia thing happens. Oh, that she true. names his dick Princess Sophia. Yeah. So opposite. What would be an opposite example of that? Like calling your boobs Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would be funny, though. <laughs> that would be funny. I don't know. Because I feel like... I don't know. There's... That's interesting. I feel like women in general are more okay with masculine things than men are okay with feminine yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is wrong, maybe. I know. We're more but... offended by someone sexualizing us than masculize masculizing us Mask- yeah whatever the word is so i guess it that we it's, can't really relate to that it's an interesting yeah concept so game night they he's like having a boys night and she's like relaxing and then someone was like you need to interrupt it in order to lose him so she ends up crashing the game guys night poker night or whatever she she brings them like cucumber sandwiches, which this whole thing is stupid because it's so macho. Like they're, yeah. she doesn't want them to smoke cigars, which is fine. But like she's like yucky yucky pizza, yummy yummy cucumber sandwich. Yeah, like everyone loves pizza. Don't do that. I know. Um, but yeah, she'll she just did a bunch of stuff like that. Tried to blow his nose for him, um, and then brings a dog and the dog pees on the table. Yep. Uh, but. Then at this point, she goes into the kitchen and Ben makes a comment to his friend like her, his friend says, oh, do you think she's crazy? And he said, God, I really hope so. And makes like a symbol, like crazy symbol around his ear kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Andy sees it and then she flips out even more and then they run off and break up. Yeah. But then he remembers the bet. Yeah, his friend reminds him of the bet, how important it is. And he suggests couples therapy. Mm. So he somehow runs down the fire escape stairs and somehow beats the her going down the elevator. Yeah. And in the time that he decided to not give up either. And he's like, couples therapy. And they hire Michelle to be her, her the therapist. Yeah, Andy's friend Michelle, also a writer at the magazine. Yeah. Which that whole scene is really funny. Yeah. 
And then she suggests them going to see family, which is actually, like, shout out to her. That was, like, kind of where they fell in love. Yeah. His family lives in Staten Island, which I wanted to say, Matthew McConaughey has, like, a southern accent. True. Do you think people from Staten Island have southern accents? Probably not. Okay. But... (laughs) I have no clue. I've never been there. Me neither. But I just think that's funny because they could have had his family from anywhere. Or make him talk different. Yeah. Because he doesn't sound like a New Yorker at all. No. Yeah, I feel like his voice is just signature, though. Like, they don't want to make him have a different voice. Yeah, but at this point, he's not that famous yet. Yeah, I guess so. I mean. Yeah, what was his fame level at this movie? Because. Is he mostly rom coms? Mm hmm. This is when he made all the rom coms. And by all, I mean, like, three. <laughs> yeah, then he kind of uh, branched out into other more sophisticated genres, I guess. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I guess he could have changed his accent if he wanted to. But director just, said, who cares? Um, just being nitpicky. Yeah. But this is really fall in love. Yeah, because, I mean, it would be kind of weird if she kept up her act in front of his family. Like, I feel like that point, you're just being disrespectful. Yeah. And she's, like, a nice girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Underneath Looking it all. at me confused. Um. So, yeah, she was her normal self. And, yeah, they had a great time together. So. They had sex in the shower with their parents right next door. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I mean, you knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. And a rom-com. But yeah. that is weird. Yeah, I agree. Like, and and it was like a one of those showers with a sliding curtain with like the big step over to like it wasn't like his family had like a really nice shower like just hold it. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, I feel like it's really complicated to have sex in the shower. Yeah, unless you are Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, maybe, or maybe if you're a gymnast. Ooh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Those are the only uh, situations I feel mm. like it's fine. Anyways. Also, this is my problem. Not problem. Kind of a problem. With rom-coms, they just... Where they fall in love, it's, like, so quick. It's, like... Majority of the first half of the movie is them, like, doing something, some sticky situation that they're trying to, like, solve. And then all of a yeah. sudden, they're, like... Oh my god, I love you. And they do like a little montage of them falling in love with like steamy eyes and some kisses and and then all of a sudden boom, you were lying about something and then Yeah. I know it's a formula and stuff, but I feel like the falling in love part is should be more important and more stress. I guess it depends on the movie, mm. but Yeah. This one was just so fast to me. Well no, they are they all kind of are that way. But I guess maybe what when they do that, they're doing it in the, like the beginning of the movie. They you see the seeds for the love, and then it just like a flip gets switched, and they're like, oh yeah, I do love you, kind of a thing. Oh uh, okay, I guess that makes sense. Like was... they are friends before they had some type of a relationship before, but I mean it is still weird because it is fast. Yeah. But what would be the other, like, alternative for a romantic comedy? 
Because you have to have conflict. That's true. Like, would you want them to fall in love or, like, start dating at the very beginning of the movie? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the problem with this movie is that they were they had to lie for so long that it didn't seem genuine. I guess some other movies, it's more genuine because it, like, happens over time. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I watched a movie the other day, Leap Year, with Amy <laughs> Adams. That one, she's, like, basically hating on him the whole time. Oh. And then all of a sudden, they go to, like, some wedding that they crash. And it's, like, they're in love. That's so weird. I don't like the situations where they're, like, hating them or trying really hard to not like them. And they play that card more than the love card. Yes, which I think is a lot of times in movies. Yeah. It's all about balance. And it's all fine to have conflict, but they need to have, like, a good balance. It's like in TV shows, too, how, like, couples like Ross and Rachel, for instance, is a big one that most people know about, um, or any of the big famous couples. It's always, like, will they, won't they, and then all of a sudden... They get together and they get they break up. Someone's lying. And they get back together and they break up and get back together throughout the entire series. Yeah, where it's like, I guess Jim and Pam would be a good example of like you can make a good TV show with them staying together. Yeah, like you don't have to keep breaking them up. So they could probably do rom coms like that too. Yeah, instead of having crazy scenarios, it's crazy conf. Yeah, like just ridiculous conflict. But yeah. Anyways, so they fall in love, have sex in the shower, ride on a motorcycle. They have they play the best game of bullshit with, with his family. It's the best part of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Which I've played this game before. It's pretty fun. I'm horrible at that game. I used I to it. really like it when I first learned it, and then I just got annoyed with it because so many people played it and would call bullshit every single time. Yeah. So it's like, it can be, can be fun, though, and... With them, it's it's interesting because they're, like, trying to read each other on lying. Mm-hmm. When actually, like, their entire relationship is them lying and they don't realize it. Yeah, and, like, Ben says, this game is all about reading people. Yeah. And they, like, stare intently at each other and it's like, wow, you're both horrible. Really bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because neither one of them picks up on it. Yeah. Which I think that in the scenario of what's happening here, if you were in Ben's shoes, surely you you might think at one point, hey, something is not right. Yeah. Which I guess he did think that. He said that, like, good Andy and there's bad Andy. (laughs) But I would confront the person about it instead of just saying to his friends. That's true. And I'd be like, ask her, why are you acting this way? Yeah. Because, which he kind of does with that scene where they break up, but I don't know. I always think that communication is like the number one thing in couples for them to be successful. And yeah, even starting off, like people would always ask me for advice in high school, even though I had no history of ever being with anyone ever. But the thing I would tell them is like, literally just be straight up with them, like tell them. Or um, ask them about things. I don't know why why I became so wise, but apparently I've been wise since I was about 13, so. Wow. Yeah, I know. Do you have a good relationship with your parents? 
Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. And my parents have been together for a long time and they're pretty good at communicating and good good role models. <laughs> yep. I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Well, if you guys need advice, you know where to go. You got Megan. My answer usually is be straight up with them. Ask or tell them certain things that you want to know or certain things that you want to say. That's yeah. that's the biggest piece of advice usually for relationships. Easier said than done. True. Though, in some cases. Especially if you got a bet on it. Yeah. But here's the thing too, like with Andy, if you're if I was in a her situation, I was thinking about this. Um especially when they go to Staten Island and she like really likes him mm-hmm. at that point. Um she could have just I mean, obviously, I know it's a movie, so they need to have the conflict. But if this were real life, she could have been, she could have told him what the deal was. Be like, hey, so here's the thing. I really like you, but I've been messing with you for this article that I've been writing. That's true. And then he probably would have been mad for a second, but then he probably would think it was really funny. Yeah. Like, I would if someone told me that. Like, yeah, I'd be mad, but if I really like the person... I'd probably think it was fun. You'd be like, funny. thank God you're not actually psycho. Yeah. And then she could just, she's a writer, BS her way through the rest of the article. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I guess we can't have it all, can we? Mm, no. And same with him. Because the, they go to the big event at the end of the movie, and yeah. that's when they're supposed to judge, uh, Ben's boss is supposed to judge whether she's actually in love with him or not. Yeah. And... I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead, but his friends spoil the bet to Andy mm-hmm. um, because of like, this rumor is floating around, but they could have actually done that the whole movie too, is Ben could have told Andy straight up, hey, pretend you're in love with me. That's true. Then that would, it, that would ruin the whole movie. Well, obviously, but if we're, <laughs> we're just talking about real life. Okay. Here. Yeah. But. Those are both two solutions to this problem. Well, that thing doesn't happen. They don't... They have major conflict. And it's really going to affect their ratings, too. Yeah, it is. I have a feeling. I No, I agree. I mean, I guess you didn't jump too far ahead. They fall in love, mm-hmm. and then they have to go to this event... She goes as his date, but her editor is also there because she's the editor of the magazine and this is an advertising event. Right. So it makes sense. Um, but yeah, that's where they both find out that the other person was lying. Yep. Ben was talking... It's actually kind of hum- humiliating for him because he's talking to the editor and she's telling him all about Andy's article and some of the things that she's done to him. And then she realizes, oh wait. You're the guy. You're the guy. Yeah. So that's really embarrassing. And then she finds out through his friends, as I mentioned before. Yeah. Which I feel like Matthew McConaughey is more at fault. I feel like he's doing a shittier lie. I agree. Yeah. Because his is like a real, like messing with someone's emotions. Yeah. Because hers is just kind of like pushing them away, sort of. Like. Yeah. Because in a normal situation. It wouldn't have gone on this long. Yeah. A normal person would have pieced out at the, my boyfriend yeah. thinks I'm fat. And they would have been like, okay, this isn't worth it. And they wouldn't be attached 
to the girl or situation at all. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's trying to get this girl to fall in love with him in 10 days. And then Mm -hmm. that's the end of it. Like, he doesn't... Yeah, so if it was any other girl but Andy, he he would have really done a number on them. Yeah, I know. I mean, he still did a pretty big number on her. Luckily, she was being crazy, but... Yeah. But if it was someone who had no other agenda... Yeah. They probably would fall in love with him in 10 days. Yeah. And then he would just say, okay, I got the account. Bye. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you have reasons that you, you think, think Andy's more at fault, yeah. definitely let us know. I'm curious about that. Because yeah. I think that Matthew McConaughey sucks. Well, sorry. Ben. Ben Barry. Barry. But when they find out about the lies, they go and play this song which okay we're we're having a new segment here called the what the fuck moment what the fuck what's the deal what the fuck so pretty much any moment in any relationship that we're like what the fuck this is a new segment we're doing here because this entire scene for this movie i was like what the fuck is happening it makes literally no sense. Because, like, in what situation... I'm pissed at you. I'm going to make you come sing up in front of a crowd. Yeah, and she's had, like, maybe three glasses of champagne, so she can't be that drunk. I know. But it's funny because at the time, she... it, it The hammer's looking at her, and she looks over, and then it just shows a microphone by itself. So yeah. it's like, in her mind, she just looks over and sees a microphone, and thinking, <laughs> like, oh, I have the best idea. <laughs> Why? In front of I a know. whole crowd? I know. I don't know what the writer was thinking. It does end up being pretty hilarious, but it's still, like, literally why. Plus, they probably had to pay Carly Simon a lot of money to sing that song. True. And, like... Do a cover yeah. version of it? Yeah, Maybe not know. for the cover, but they did play the song earlier in the movie. It was, like, a recurring song. Yeah. But, yeah, We're gonna play that know. clip as a part of this new segment here. Yeah, we're going to play the clip for you because it's really funny. So enjoy. A lot of you out here don't know Benjamin Barry. Well, shame on you. Because he is a very talented advertising executive, a knowledgeable sports fan, and a wagering enthusiast. But most impressively, he is one hell of a singer. And he has prepared a little musical snack for his new special friend, Mrs. DeLauer. Oh, oh, isn't that wonderful? So Ben, why don't you come up here and sing your song? Come on, Ben. Ladies and gentlemen, Benjamin Barry. Come on, Ben. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Andy, Andy. Whoa, whoa, don't run off, don't run off. Ladies and gentlemen, you do not want this young lady to leave the room. Thayer, Tony, would you stop her, please? You see, tonight, the really special event is that we will be singing, her and I, a duet. Yes, Ms. Andy Anderson, could you please give a warm round of applause? Thank you. Andy. Andy Anderson. Knock him out. Let's see what our song tonight will be. Maybe one of our personal favorites. 
Do you know You're So Vain? That's not one of my songs. Can you work with me, Marvin? Yeah. You were walking on to a yacht. You had your, your hat pulled down real strategically over one eye. You had a scarf, I think it was apricot. Strategically yeah, tipped yeah, below yeah. one you eye. one eye in the mirror. As you make sure you had a real cool. <laughs> Kavad. Kavad, yeah. yeah. And all the girls think that they'd be your partner. They'd be his partner because he's so vain. You probably think this song is about you. Ben Barry, you're so vain. Tone deaf and drunk is not a good combination. You, you fooled me to win a bet, and you should feel ashamed. Look, you took me to a goddamn Celine Dion concert. You made me miss the big game. Oh, smart guy's a rhymer. Well, do we want everybody to know your love making is lit? Oh, maybe because you named my penis. Yeah, you named my penis. You named my penis after a name. Well, I really think you have to get over that. Come on, you're so vain. You're so vain. The worst thing you've ever heard. This song's about you. No, no, because you. You do know the work so well, don't you? There she goes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm dying. He's so funny. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he she really he really got back at her by saying, "Ooh, we're doing a duet now." Yeah, and then has his friends like assault her and force her up onto the stage. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. what? <laughs> And then she goes along with it. I know. (laughs) Like, why not just walk out? Yeah. Why would he go along with it, too? Gotta put on a show, apparently. Like, nothing about this makes sense. I know. Also, too, I was dying when she, like, she had a valid point of, like, you mess with my emotions or whatever she said for a bet. And then he said, well, yeah, but you made me go to a Celine Dion concert. I had to miss the big game. Yeah. Like, that is his counter to what she said. That's not... That's not a good counter at all. No. <laughs> oh my god, that entire scene though. All we have to say to that is what, what the, the fuck? fuck? What the fuck? Great. Moving on, so th- that entire scene was weird. But then there's a pretty intense scene after this cuz that yeah. was like the humorous part of it, but right. But then it, they get she, real. Yeah, she gets real. Yeah, so they run outside. I feel like she turns sober real fast. Mm, yeah, she totally did. Uh, they run outside, and there is something in this next clip um, to just, like, preface. She's wearing this really fancy necklace that they gave her when she walked in, so they had to, like, sign it out with security and everything. And so she runs out of the building, so the security chases her out. So right. that's why they interrupt right then. Um, but here is, is the next one. Somebody you could test your theories on? Yeah, and I and I was just a girl somebody picked out in a bar. 
Yeah, you know, it's a big deal. Hell, I'm sure now you can even use it as a little twist in your story. It's a good idea. Maybe we should bet on it. You know what? You did your job, though, Amy. You wanted to lose a guy in ten days. Congratulations. You did it. You just lost him. No, I didn't, Ben. Because you can't lose something you never had. Nice. Ooh, Key sappy music. Wow. She got him good. I know. Because I, I feel like his line was better. Yeah. But then I was like, you can't be the one to make her feel shittier than I, you. Because you did worse things. But also, I feel like this argument in particular, both of their arguments could have been flipped to the other person saying it. Like, he was saying... You were a guinea pig, and you just tested your theories out on me. That's exactly what he was doing to her. That's true. And, like, she was saying, um, you used me to get ahead and work. That's what she was doing with him. Yeah, that's... Because the whole point of her writing this article is if she wrote this, then she would get more freedom to write more about what she wanted. So she was yeah. using it to get ahead in her work. So both of oh the arguments God. were like, never, no. Yeah, I never thought about that. So they're basically just, like, fighting about... The same thing. They're both hurt, but they can't see that they did the same thing to the other person. Yeah, they're like giant hypocrites to each other. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a pretty intense scene, so mm -hmm. that was like, okay, bye. And then they have like a little montage of time passing, right? <laughs> As they do. <laughs> yeah. So she... She quits her job. She writes the article first. Oh, yeah, true. Um, which she ends up being, like, pretty honest about everything, which um, is good. It's true to her heart. And then... Mm-hmm. And I... then when she does get the more freedom, it turns out... Oh, I can't believe she's so surprised by this, but the freedom doesn't mean that she can write about politics and religion. It means that she can write about... Anything fashion-related. Yeah. Or, anything. like, beauty-related, or... Sex, or... Yeah. Women stereotype. Yeah. And so she, she quits her job. Yeah. And she gets an interview at this job in Washington, which is more of things she wants to write about. And at that point... Ben's friends bring him the article because it had been printed and it's like, hey, you got to read this. And he was like, I think, hesitant about it at first. Uh, yeah. And then he realized that it was a pretty genuine article. Yeah. And it's like, man, I got to get her back. Yep. So we get a high speed chase as, on the New York roadways as it should be yeah he shows up to the office and they're like oh she quit her job to go to dc she's literally leaving right now how convenient yeah so he goes on his motorcycle of course because motorcycles can cheat their way through every si driving situation and because a real man would have a motorcycle yeah i'm throwing shade <laughs> at all the la drivers that drive motorcycles oh, they yeah. just cheat their way out of all the traffic um i'm jealous i know because I would be fine with doing that myself, but... But sometimes I just want to open my door and make them go flying. <laughs> Same. <laughs> That's a good image, though. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> um, 
so he's driving the motorcycle, catches up to her in a taxi in the literally middle of the, what is it, Brooklyn Bridge? One of the bridges. I don't know which one. Washington? Yeah. Correct us, New Yorkers. Yeah. There's basically no shoulders. So the taxi driver's like, what the hell? I can't get off the road. He pulls off into some construction site. She has the classic line. Um, okay, well then do you have an ashtray or something I can throw up in? <laughs> so remember that. Yeah, I'll, I'll that's a, that's do a good that line. next time. In case some boy is chasing after me down a bridge. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> yeah. And then they have their iconic ending scene. Yeah, of them getting back together. We're going to play that one for you guys here. Is this true? Ben, please. Is this true? Or are you just trying to sell magazines? I meant every word. Well, where are you going? I have an interview. Yeah, in Washington. I know. Where are you going? Ben, it's the only place I can go and write what I want to write. No, I'm not buying that. You can write anywhere. I think you're running away. Why don't you save your mind games for your next bet, okay? I am not running away. Bullshit. Excuse me? You heard me. Zappy music. Bullshit. Spoiler alert, guys. They kiss after that. Yes. As you, If you couldn't tell from the cheesy music that was cued in. Mm-hmm. And then you get this awesome shot of them zooming out and they're making out on the bridge. Yes. Good in times. the middle of traffic. Mm, so romantic. <laughs> Good thing he didn't stop all of the cars. I know. Because he pulled over to like some construction site, which is all those random noises you heard in the background. Mm. But um, but what I wanted to say about this scene is that it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's the thing. She was going to Washington for a job interview. She would be back in like a day or two. Why is it a life or death situation of him to chase her down and stop her in a taxi? Like, she's not moving away. Maybe she was. No, they literally said she's going to a job interview. Okay, that's true. And then, and she still has her apartment. Yeah, that's true. Everything, too. It was only her cubicle that was gone. And then, also, she said to him, with tears in her eyes, that that's the only place where she could write things that mattered. Which, he was right when he said you can write anywhere. You can do that. But he is basically making her stay when, like, she wants to have a career in a different area. And I feel like she'll have... I don't know. She has an interview in Washington. I feel like that's pretty legit. Like, she doesn't have any interview in New York that's going to get her anywhere right now. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, why would he want her to not follow her dreams? 
I know. He could have been like, yeah, go on that interview. I'll see you in a few days. Yeah, let me know how it goes. We can figure out life. He can do advertising in D.C. Exactly. He can do that anywhere. So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. Because then she does stay for him. Dumb. Which, I mean, fine, whatever. But they literally just got together. It's not like they've been dating for years at this yeah. point. So, oh, I'm really in the system. I know. But, of course, for the movie, they had to make it seem like it's life or death. And this is why rom-coms aren't a thing right now. True. But. Wouldn't fly. Yeah. On the social media. Very true. But it's, it's still cute, a good though. movie, nonetheless. Yeah, very, and very funny. Yeah. Kate Hudson is, is really hilarious in it. I do want to know if this movie helped any girls figure out things, if they figured out how to lose a guy in 10 days. Did you? <laughs> like, if they were Michelle's who learned what not to do? Yeah. Like, kind of like, he's just not that into you? That type Ooh, of thing? Yeah. Which, I did not like that movie. I'm just saying. Right now. It was okay. I found it depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Not like a rom-com, but... Yeah. yeah. Did anyone really actually learn, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't make a family photo album of my boyfriend I've been dating for a week? Yeah, because I think it was just so extreme on every aspect. I know. You know? But... Maybe. Maybe someone learned but like, something. Like the whole like calling them a million times. I feel like people make that mistake in real life. Yeah. You know, or texting them a million times. Yes. Which would be nowadays. Or didn't Michelle say she was crying during sex? Mm, yeah. Interesting. I haven't really heard of that one in real life, but I'm sure it's happened. Yeah. Um, Same. Or like saying I love you too soon. I'm sure that's yeah. I'm sure that's probably the most common. Yeah, I don't know an actual situation. But also, even with that, that, I don't think you can really judge that one because everyone's different. Sometimes people's feelings are ahead of the other person's. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like even in TV shows, like someone will say it, and they've actually been dating a while, so it's not that weird to be saying it. The other person is just literally not ready to say it. Yeah, because sometimes it is more, like, the act of saying it, not the feelings. Yeah. You know, just issues within that person. Um, Or other times, too, like, maybe you say it after your second week of dating, but the other person also feels the same way. Then, yeah. Then it's not too soon. Yeah, it's also, like, if you say I love you and that guy's freaked out, then maybe he has commitment issues, too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it might say more about them than, than you. Yeah. So that might not be the best example. But like the phone call. But it is an interesting situation. Yeah. It is. I don't know. But also I think too, if you really like the person, like if I was dating a guy and he told me he loved me really soon, I would probably be a little freaked out. But if I really liked him, I wouldn't like. Run away. Yeah. I wouldn't run away. You'd be like, okay. This kind of freaked me out, but give me time. Yeah. And then if he liked me, he'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. We can continue they did it whenever you're ready yeah they did an exact episode of drake and josh about this (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that episode i didn't watch that show oh it is a thought too of someone tells you you know i love you and you're not ready to say it back i 
bet a lot of times people will still say it back just because they don't want it to get awkward. That's true. You know? Even though they're not truly saying it. Yeah. Which that is problematic as that well. Is, yeah, like, I that's agree. wrong. What, when, when do you think the right time to sit? Actually, I don't know. That's maybe a vague question. Is there like a, I wonder what the average is of like, I think I looked this up one time actually. I think average time. Yeah. I think it was like a month or two, something like that. I'm pretty sure. Okay. My boyfriend and I were like three month mark. Okay. Maybe my research was wrong, but I don't remember what it said, but I have looked it up before. I do know people that say it pretty soon. So I don't know. I guess it depends on this. Yeah. It depends on the person. And plus like you and I were talking about this or not. Wait, you weren't there. Oh, weird. (laughs) Um, I was talking about this with other people about how love has so many different meanings. Yeah. And how it can be like annoying in that way. But like you might accidentally say like, oh my God, I love you. But you're not meaning it in that way. That way. You're just meaning it as in like you would say it to your friends. That's true. But they might take, take it, it the wrong way or take it as in you're, you're saying it the serious way, like in love with you. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know any situation that's that's happened to, but I th- feel like that's happened in a TV show or something. Probably. Yeah, but... I mean, it's probably happened somewhere, a TV or a movie or, or real life, but I would say maybe, maybe a few months yeah. would be acceptable. Yeah, I think so, too. But you know what? It also depends, too, on how much time you're spending with the person. Because if you're just going on, like, one or two dates a week... That's true. Then it would be weird if it was, like, a couple months. Because you a haven't month. seen him that often. Yeah, yeah, but if you're literally seeing them every single day, it would make sense to do it in, like, one month or That's true. a few weeks. Yeah. You know, because it's all about hmm. the time you've spent with them. Yeah, and how much you know them. Yeah. That's a good... How well you know them. Judgment. I never thought about that either. Okay. Maybe we should start should we, yeah, rating now. Get to the ratings. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So our first category we have here is sexual tension. Megan. So sexual tension, I'm going to go with eight. Okay. That is what I had planned to give them as well. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they have good sexual tension and good chemistry on screen. Yeah, especially their first date, you could definitely tell. Oh, yeah. Next is humor. Humor? I gave them a seven for humor. I just gave them a six. Okay. Yeah, I feel like they they made each other laugh, and they're both funny in their own right as well. I feel like they do make each other laugh, but we didn't see it enough, because they were too busy being, like, fake. Yeah, yeah. I was being a little generous, but okay. Just the certain times where they were being real. Yeah, I felt like they, you know, had a good time. Next is honesty. Oh, (laughs) all right. I might be a little generous here, but I gave them a four. I was about to give them a four. Okay. Yeah, because they were kind of honest. Because at first date, they did talk about like their real jobs. The real wants and desires. Yeah. And they were... They used their real names. Yeah. And I feel like it's because of the situations that work got them involved in that they were not necessarily forced to lie, but 
yeah kind of they were forced to live it was just that they didn't they didn't speak up sooner than they should have yeah exactly yeah there were many times where they could have started to be honest yeah but i feel like after the whole situation blows over they might be able to be pretty honest to each other but we have no mm-hmm. idea so. yeah especially now since they have gone through this big thing they probably learned a lesson too yeah so i guess four fours all around yeah <laughs> but uh common goals, common goals. Ooh. yeah you know i also gave this one a four this because is... they have completely different jobs so there's no common goals in that area we didn't see anything about their personal goals or like if they wanted families. I say... Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to raise it to five because I just gave him a five. Okay. Okay. So I would, I'm doing five too, because okay. when she went to see his family, you could tell that she really wanted that Connected and yeah. probably had some issues in her past where she didn't have that because she was so emotionally affected by it. Um, so yeah, I think that, that would probably be a common thing between them, but not much else. I don't think. Yeah. Their jobs was pretty different, especially at the end when he was like, don't go to DC. Be with yeah. Me. Not cool. Bitch. Don't ever do that. Guys. Dudes. Or girls. Yeah. Let them figure it then. Before you. Okay. Last. Oh, this is another. Okay. Selflessness. Yep. Is that the last one? Mm-hmm. So selflessness, I had it at a six. And partly that's because I think within their lives, it required them to be selfless. Yeah, I was, yeah, I think I made it, well, you know, because I was thinking like a five, honestly. I see your, your pun. Was it a pun or just like I see you're in your? I don't know. <laughs> it's some term of something funny. Yeah, kind of a pun, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like that end scene was just a big no-no for his selflessness towards her. Yeah, but I feel like they didn't have a lot of opportunity in this entire movie to be selfless for each other well well that's what i was saying is that, like within the lie they were both being selfless for the other person like well he was putting up with all that shit which is kind yeah. of selfless but you i guess then you have to think the root of it was him being selfish of wanting the ad campaign yeah Ugh. here i go again talking myself out of things <laughs> and then she was being selfless because she didn't want to treat him that way or even write the article in the first place yeah but she was doing it for her boss that's true and she almost pulled out the pulled out of the article early because towards the i feel like after her weekend she was like i don't know if i should write this article yeah i don't know all right do i'll we, give him a five. do we have any uh outliers I mean, the song? (laughs) No. I mean, well, the thing is, based off of what our outliers have been up till this point, the entire premise of the show would be an outlier. That's what I think, too. I feel like the scores themselves already speak for 
what's happened. Yeah. Because, like, their whole entire lie is, of course, an outlier, but, like, that's because it was the whole movie. Yeah. So. And if we saw them in a sequel, it might be different scores. You know? Yeah. Like they might have. I would love to see a sequel. You know, they did make Fool's Gold together. Oh, I saw that on IDB. I didn't. Yeah, it was like a big never seen deal. It. They're like, oh, they're getting back together for another rom com. It wasn't as good, in my opinion. Oh, okay. Some people like it. it better, but. Hmm. It was kind of like a treasure hunt thing, but I love treasure hunting, so I was a little disappointed in how it oh, turned out. Oh, I do like treasure hunting. Um, Speaking of treasure hunting, Matthew McConaughey is also in a fantastic treasure hunting movie, Sahara. Oh, okay. I, I love that movie. Seen that one either. You haven't seen that? <gasps> no. Steve Zahn is in it and Penelope Cruz. Ooh. And Lenny James from The Walking Dead. It's okay. really good. I'll watch it. Yeah, watch it. I think it's on Netflix. And that goes for everyone too listening. Yep. Well, so. Are we doing zero for the outlier? I think probably. I don't. Because there's nothing I can think of that is outrageous aside from, you know, the whole movie. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> That was our first couple with the zero on the outlier, but oh well. And this is going to be... <sighs> Drum roll, do you think they're going to uh, pass Austin. Andy in April? No. We're, oh, we're, we're just doing, doing, our... doing movies. Right? Yeah, we're just doing movies. So it would be Austin and Sam they're up against. So definitely, I think Austin no. and Sam had the score of 68.5. Yeah. They had good common goals. Yeah. So you're thinking no? No. I already saw the score, but I would have said no anyways. <laughs> I forgot to not scroll over yet. Whatever. We knew. We gave them fours. I know. <laughs> Twice. Um, How low is it, though? It's a 57. That okay. is a failing grade. So, according to math, they should not be together. <laughs> True. <laughs> but, I don't know, maybe different situations would or in lots of different situations. If the rest, if we saw how they ended up panning out, maybe it would have been okay. I don't know. I guess yeah. if you start your relationship on a lie, though, that's just not good overall. Yeah, not good at all. Don't do that, folks. <laughs> okay. Um. Any final thoughts? Um... Anything you forgot to mention before? I don't think so. Let me check my notes here. You calling my bluff? You bet I am. Pun! Oh. It's a pun. Good one. Oh, one thing I forgot to say is too, like, throughout this whole movie, we never, or like, Ben and Andy never figured out that they were set up by the Judies. Oh, that's that, true. Like, they were the true villains of this story. Because... They were truly set up because the Judys were the only people who, who knew, knew about both about both of them and picked Andy for Ben in the bar. True. And they never found that out. So yeah. I think that's interesting. Do you think Judy's the reason they're together or do you think Michelle's the reason they're together? Ooh, because of the Staten Island thing? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess Judy, since they would have never met each other otherwise. That's true. But combination. But maybe they wouldn't have fallen in love. True. Yeah. They, they might not have. They might have just. Um, and all the pop songs. Oh, yes. Like so many songs. Yeah. 
So many. But I kind of liked it. I know, me too. <laughs> While he's like chasing her down on the motorcycle, the song's like, anywhere you go, I'll follow you down. Anywhere or, you... Wait. Anywhere you go. That's not the song they're singing. I will follow you. No, like when he's finding her on the motorcycle. On the motorcycle? That was Keith Urban. No, um, at the end when he's chasing her down at the bridge. Oh, I don't even remember the song in that one. Yeah, it was right before he catches up to her on the uh, taxi. Oh. At the movies, there the song's like, Anywhere you go, I'll, I'll follow you. <laughs> yeah, I'll and, follow you down. And then, of course, when they're having sex in the shower, it's the, it feels like home <laughs> to me. <laughs> Good job on the soundtrack picking. I know. That's one thing Whoever that's so funny that. is that all the lyrics were like so a- perfect. Applicable to the Yeah, exact like when they're on the motorcycle together in Staten Island. It was the Keith Urban one of um uh what was the song? There's a new wind blowing like I've never know. Um Sure feels good to finally feel the way I do. I want to love somebody. Love somebody. We got Kendall singing now. (laughs) Now I'm not the only embarrassing one on here. Um, I'm not really trying, though. It's okay. But that's what they all say. But yeah, see, they wanted to love somebody like you. And they ended up loving each other. Yeah. Who would have thought? Good times. Yeah. So um, feel free to give us any feedback on this episode or any situations related to this um especially there's something about bonus oh if you ever found anything about snooping oh yeah definitely curious about those stories um so feel free to email us at shipmates podcast at gmail.com Yep. Yep. Or you could tweet <laughs> at us at, at sh- <laughs> stop <laughs> at shipmates show all one word. Follow us on Twitter because I'm really trying hard to find accounts to follow, and I feel like a loser. So follow us on Twitter. Yeah, that was a moment of desperation. Sorry, guys, but please, if you're interested, we'll keep you up to date on all of our um episodes and maybe i'll start tweeting about live ships that are happening on tv hey and if we get a lot of followers too maybe we'll do like fun trivia questions or something yes i would love that um so keep us on the interweb thanks for listening tune in next week i'm also still taking suggestions for for sign-offs otherwise megan's got hers ready to go Yep. All right, guys. Well, join our ship or walk the plank. Bye. Bye.